Many people are afraid of temptations. We want to keep temptations away, so if you're on a diet and you see uh, candy or chocolate, you want to stay away, that's a huge temptation for you. Because a temptation is, is not something negative. Temptation is neutral. A temptation is something that is going to test you, that is going to test your own capacities for self-control. A temptation is going to test your principles and what you really believe in. A temptation is something that is going to help you grow as a human being and as a Christian. So we cannot be afraid of temptations. What we cannot do is fall into that temptation. Because if the chocolate is there, okay, that's not doing any harm. It's good, it looks delicious, but if you eat it, that's the problem. So the temptation is not the problem, the problem is you f if you fall into that temptation. So if we look at the first reading, the book of Genesis that it's many times misinterpreted and many people want to uh, take it away because it's Genesis, uh, yeah, that doesn't, it's not true, some people will say. But we need to be very smart in looking into this biblical text, like, like the book of Genesis, and see what is it telling me today? What's the teaching that I can get from this story? It's not just saying, oh, it's not true. No, no, no. What can I get from this story in the book of Genesis? And let's try to see. So, okay, the first human beings, they were in this good place. They were immortal. That's what we believe. But because of sin, death entered the world. That's what we hear in the second reading. But they were in a good place. They were in communion with God. That's what we would say. The first human beings, they were in communion with God. However, their own instincts forced them into that temptation. There were two trees. Remember the first reading. The tree of life and the tree of knowledge. Knowledge of good and evil. They couldn't get the tree of life because the tree of life represents God, represents immortality. They couldn't get that one. But the tree of knowledge of good and evil means that they will be able to make their own decisions, that they will be able to be responsible for their decisions and for their actions. And they wanted to get to that tree because that what we human beings want. We want to decide by ourselves. We don't want anybody to tell us what to do, what to say. That's why they thought that God would be very egotistical, that God was jealous of his own power, that he wanted to keep power for himself. And that's what many people believe today. They know that God gave us commandments, 
And what some people will say immediately? Oh, more power. He wants to be in control. He wants the power. He wants to decide what I can do and why I cannot do. The book of Genesis is not a story about something that happened at the beginning, just something like that. It's not something that happened at that moment and that's it. The story that we heard, it's our own story, current, today. Many people want to be in control. They, we, want to do what God can do. That's why they wanted the tree of knowledge of evil and good. When they got the fruit, that's the image that the reading is going to give us, the fruit of knowledge and good of evil, they opened their eyes, they realized that they were naked. That nakedness, again, it's not just in a sexual way that people could understand it just in a sexual way. Remember that it has been misinterpreted because the woman got the fruit, then we can say that the woman brought the man to sin and those are things, misguiding things, that's not true, okay? We cannot use that reading to blame women. That's not possible, that's not true. And then something that happens is that since they get this, they realize that they are naked, not in a sexual way, but as a situation, the condition of the human being. We see ourselves naked. That means that this is us. And when we realize that they, we are naked, that means that we have problems that we have anxiety, that we are stressed about things, that we have the capacity to do evil, that we have all these defects. That's my condition as a human being. When I realize that I have all those things, what does the human being want to do? We want to cover ourselves. We are uncomfortable with our own nakedness, with our own condition. So if you are sad, if you are anxious, if you have any difficulty, you're not going to post that on Facebook. You're not going to put that on Instagram. You cover yourself. You show only whatever is good. We have a problem to accept ourselves with all the goodness and with all the difficult things that we have in our lives. Do you see that that's a different reading of that reading? that issue of good and evil. And we can see that in the gospel too, the temptations that Jesus experienced. He who was God experienced temptation. He didn't fall into the temptation again, but those were presented to him. The first temptation, bread. Don't you realize that we want to turn everything into bread today? We want to consume everything. We want to, we see an advertisement, we want to get that, that is presented to us. We want to eat even our brothers and sisters by gossiping, by talking about them. We want to consume everything, we want to accumulate things for ourselves. Because I want it, I get it. That's our own temptation, everyday temptation. The second thing, that the devil would ask Jesus was, you know, come to the pinnacle of the temple 
and throw yourself down that God is going to get you. It's the issue with doubts in our faith. We want proof. So yes, I'm going to jump that God is going to get me. Let's see if he really exists, some people would say. So I throw myself. We want proof about everything. The third thing, the third temptation is the devil shows him all the kingdoms. And if you kneel and worship me, I will give you everything. The temptation for us is power. We want power. And that happens in the church. That's why we have so many problems in the church with priests, because they want power, because they abuse power. That's what you can see in your company, sometimes in your family, is the issue of power. We want to be in control, and I'm going to show you who is the one who is in control. That's what we tell people. Sometimes even without us realizing but a very strong word or by an insult or those kind of things, we are showing the other person, I am in control, you're nothing. All those temptations are current. All these things continue to happen because it's part of our humanity. And we need to try to be very careful with those things and get strength from Jesus Christ and get strength from God that those things, power, bread, and all these things are not going to control my life, but that we are children of God and he gave us the strength to be able to say no to those issues, to be able to say no to inequality, to be able to say no to that desire for control of everything. But in some way, we have to trust God because when we want to be in control, it's because we don't trust God. We really don't trust Him. And we need to be more comfortable in trusting God and more comfortable with our own humanity. And pray and ask God to give you strength because this life is not easy. Because we, want, we need Him to help us and because we need to support each other. Instead of looking at the nakedness of the other person, their defects, their problems, we jump to make that person feel bad through bullying and all other kind of things. Instead of doing that at the nakedness of the other person, we should help them feel themselves comfortable and feel themselves empowered with their own life. It's a huge challenge that we have as human beings, but it's something that we need to grow. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but at least we can do something every day so we will be able to trust God, avoid this kind of sin, and help others be strong and receive God's strength to avoid sin.